0: Hi, I'm Little Wu, welcome to The Magic of Compassion, and this week the talk is about grieving, letting go, and moving on. I just received this question a few minutes ago, thank you so much for that. Uh, at this time I'm aware of uh, you know, the loss of uh, a wonderful soul in this community that I'm part of, and there is a lot of grief and shock, and a lot of people needing to go through this emotional landscape right now. But at the same time, there's a lot of people who are moving through relationship shifting, um, changes, major changes in life. And so those are all different kinds of transitions that might cause us to feel this sorrow or grief and needing to experience the art of letting go and the art of being able to move through this chapter gracefully into another chapter. And so this art of grieving and the art of letting go, it is actually something that we all need to learn. And it's not something we learn in school. Uh, we often are not taught how to process our feelings and not taught the art of surrender, the art of releasing something that has come to pass. Um, there's this beautiful you know, quotes about when to surrender, when to move on, but when it comes down to it, there's always a sense of, oh, you know, this is something that I have cherished, and now it's changed, or now it's different, or now it's gone. And how do we make peace with that? How do we continue, and how do we transition from this place of what was to what is and what shall be? And so grieving is very natural, and I know that those tears are also tears of joy, not all of sorrow. And that's part of the process of grieving, is to grieve what you will not have anymore, that's different, grieving what is different, and then grieving what has come to pass, but also celebrating is part of grief. You know, a lot of those tears are are memories of so much joy and all the things that you cherish about someone, Um, that that may have changed or is no longer available. And so this grief comes with a lot of joy in it too. And so that's part of the art of breathing is to celebrate. And I I love how a lot of memorial services are now called celebrations of life. And that's a beautiful transition and expansion of our consciousness around um, the loss of someone, Um, whether it's through um, death or through Um, shifting relationships through changing relationships there is a very powerful point of grief that must include celebration and so if you're going through a grieving process right now you're gonna move through both of those states where you're gonna grieve what you won't have access to anymore you're gonna grieve what is no longer possible You know, there's some things whether someone has moved away or someone's no longer available. There's something that's no longer possible. So get to the heart of that. What is it? What is it that's no longer possible and let yourself feel the grief of that and create a safe space for grieving. And so everyone has a different idea of what safe spaces for grieving. Some people they'll need to grieve in private and you need to honor that. So what kind of privacy can you create for yourself? And then some people will need to grieve with friends or uh, in a safe place with maybe a therapist or um, a confidant or uh, a, you know, um, a spiritual guide. So there's all kinds of different safe spaces, uh, whether it's a temple, a church, or your own home, or in nature on top of a mountain. And for me, I've grieved many times by the ocean. And that to me is a sacred space for releasing and the water really helps move that energy. So I've sat on the shore of the ocean where the waves come breaking in, where I can feel the solidness of the land and the safeness of the land. But the movement of the water over me helps me grieve. So that's where I've gone to grieve, is by the ocean. And so that's one of the first tips, is what is a safe space for you to grieve? And once you've created that space and found that space, make sure you have enough time in the space so that you're not rushing your grief. Um, For me, I've often set out a whole day just for this practice of grieving. And I'll intentionally put into my calendar, I mark down where I'm gonna be going, and then I collect my sacred tools. So things that are gonna help you with your grieving. So if you want a journal, while you're grieving, if you need to cry, bring tissues, um, bring layers if you're gonna be outside, um, bring shade if you're gonna be in the sun, bring you know liquids and snacks and all the things that will help you sustain the time that you need for grieving. You know, make sure that you can you know have a washroom nearby. There's all these things that feel like really practical that will help you be comfortable in the discomfort of your grief. And so When you set out your grieving day, I mean, not everyone needs a whole day, but I really recommend taking a day out to do this work and you might need many days, but at least set aside one full day for you to meet your grief, Uh, whether it's a separation or shifting from relationship, a loss of a job, whatever it is you're grieving make that day be as important as a sick day, or as important as a court day, or as important as a, a wedding day. This is breathing day. It's very important. And so those are some just practical things that you can do to set up for your, your day of grief. But once you're there, and you're setting up your ceremony, um, and you've gathered some tools, whether it's you know a little candle, an incense, um, you know, a, essential oils, those are all things that can help you move through energy there is the intention and so I would divide the ceremony into the intention to grieve the loss of what you will not have anymore because it's important to actually face that you need to face the reality that this is no longer possible and that any attachments are not real and not healthy for for you or the other person Um, and then there's the celebration to have space in your ceremony, to celebrate and to give blessings to what has come to pass. And so the hard times and the good times all can be celebrated. You can celebrate what you learned from this relationship, what you gained from this relationship, what you, give, what you gave during this relationship and in the ways in which you were loving and kind, in the ways in which you were not or in the ways in which you felt you were lacking. You can acknowledge those as teachings, not to punish yourself or to condemn yourself or to live with regret and shame, but to live with more awakeness to future possibilities of what was not there that can be there in your future relationships. And so all the blessings and celebrations are another part of your grieving day, and that is a very important part, um, and it's not you know just trying to wash out the pain, it's Literally, what is the truth, what remains from your relationship, are the gifts. You know, the pain gets transmuted through time into deep teachings and deep blessings. And often loss in the moment becomes a, a really huge gift in the future. Because awakens something within you that would not have been awakened otherwise. And so as we process our grief, at this time, whatever you might be grieving... I send you huge, huge love because it is very challenging to move through those feelings. I've talked about the tsunami of emotion. And so when you sit in your grieving process, let it wash over you like a tsunami. Know that you're going to be filled with all this energy and it's going to just pass through you. And you will be okay if you breathe through it and let yourself really feel and so much of our society, we're afraid to feel, we're afraid, we brace for it, we block it, we try to hide from it, we try to run from it, we distract ourselves from it, we get too busy for it. And this is about the art of making conscious space to move through what you know you need to move through, to not let it get stuck in your body, not get it, let it get stuck in your life, not let it block you from moving forward. Meeting your grief allows you to move forward, allows you to let go. And Being able to feel that tsunami of emotion and know that you will be okay and so part of the art of grieving is the art of learning to meet discomfort and sometimes when I've worked with people in private sessions or in groups that was that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give each other is the art of moving through discomfort together so I do invite you to maybe include in your grieving process some opportunity to to share with someone else so to not do it all in isolation even if that's your tendency even if that's your preference to make another day about doing it with friends with confidants with community and um, that's something that I'm considering and um, how can I create a safe space for others and myself to grieve uh, together and we don't have enough of these rituals. We do have memorials and celebrations of life. But what about for a shifting of relationship or letting go of a job or letting go of something in our life? You know, sometimes some of us have gone through surgery. We're letting go of a part of our body, perhaps. How do we create a ceremony for ourselves and, and to be shared with our loved ones to share this grief, to hold space for each other? And so that is a question I asked ask you As you move through your grieving process of how you wish to celebrate how you wish to grieve do you wish to do it how are you going to do it alone and how are you going to do it with others I hope that you will be able to find that sacred space this week if you're moving through something to not put it off too long to make it as important as your job as your family this grief is real and it needs to be met And I honor you for your courage to meet this grief. Thank you so much for joining me. If you're curious about my one-on-one sessions, workshops, or online classes, visit littlewood.org. Lots of love.